Ah, okay, we're good now. We're good. we're calibrated. Ah. Attack on Titan season four part two episode part two. <laughs> Wait, so do we do part two episodes one and two or season four episodes seventeen and eighteen? I think about it as the overall number, so seventy six, seventy seven. Roll the theme music. <laughs> That was for you, Chris. Now we have to pause and wait for the theme music to play out. I'm, I'm hearing it in my head. And now we get to see if I remember how to do the intro. Do the intro. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Tea Time with Titans Extras, an Attack on Titan after show podcast where we also sometimes drink tea. Um, it's good to be back, fellas. Uh, I'm Sullivan Harris. I'm the big schnoz titan. This is my first time watching this part of the show obviously but i've seen the rest of the show a couple of times through have not read the manga and today i am drinking my favorite tea oolong tea hello i'm ben i'm the beard tits and ass titan i am one of the manga readers i honestly haven't touched attack on titan since the manga ended and what was that april so yeah, this is it's it's a little muddy for me the not knowledge, um, but it's all coming back as I'm watching the anime. I had a cup of tea. I think it was like uh, orange spice, but the cup's empty yeah, now because I was 20 minutes late to this recording. Uh, hi, I'm Chris Rowe. I'm hi, the Chris. other manga reader, and I'm drinking Coca Cola today. That's my tea. Wow, yeah, that's like um acid chemical tea, pretty much <laughs> ass tea. <laughs> Wait, so. I mean, I have definitely not consumed any Attack on Titan content uh, before this new season. So you, when did the manga end? I think it was April-ish, right? March or April? It is I April, yeah. I believe. It's either April or the month before. So we've been in a half a year dry spell from Attack on Titan content. Yeah. I mean, technically, I got the latest Colossal Edition, which is six, I believe. What does that go up to? Uh, basically the end of what this season's going to be. Okay, so it's oh hmm. Okay, you see that interests me because I well, thought that you. that Don't wasn't the the final colossal edition. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Now that's gonna be germinating in the back of my mind for the next <laughs> six fucking months or however long. This now we can't do a bit where we convince Sullivan that it's just gonna end now. Um. Uh, can before we get into the episode, can I just say I was watching a recap thing on YouTube for the first half of this season. And it was a pretty good video, but the dude pronounced Onyonkapon Onyon Capone, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. So I think from now on, I'll be calling Onyonkapon Onyon Capone. You see, I've been ca calling him Okonkwo for a long time, <laughs> and I know I'm going to screw it up at some point. So I'm just throwing that out there. It's either that or Onion Coupon. Onion Coupon, that's another one. That one's my favorite. <laughs> Um, let's jump into it, guys. It's season four, part two, maybe the last season of Attack on Titan. <laughs> now I'm really unsure after what Chris just said. I said nothing. Um, edit it out. <laughs> until they drop Attack on Titan Boruto. <laughs> 
I was I, I was having suspicions after the part one finale over whether or not like the second part was actually going to be the end. And after these two episodes, my suspicions are just rising because while these two episodes have a lot going on in them, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, they're kind of slow. They're just um, action based episodes, so that's fair. To yeah. Say. Uh, so let's jump into episode seventy six, Judgment. Um, so this episode came out last week. Sorry we didn't have an episode out last week, but I got lazy, and so I thought it'd be nice to do a big, fat, double episode to start. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was all planned. Um, this episode opens with uh, Hanj and Levi, right? Yes. Yeah. This was a week ago. Yep, Flock is... Ooh, we get a fun shot of Levi's severed fingies. <laughs> uh, and do we? More importantly, his cold, lifeless face covered in blood. Yeah, and he's definitely dead um, yeah but flock remember is he has a hanji prisoner and that's when they like heard the explosion when z right killed himself allegedly screaming out his mentor's name um levi is dead but also maybe not dead and i'm not gonna lie i'm not a big fan of like the whole flock coming up and being like and hey, let me test the pulse and then hanji is like no like that felt a little cheesy to me because that just means Levi's alive, right? I mean, I guess I could be wrong, and you two aren't going to say shit because you read the manga. But... but what we can get is your definitive guess. My definitive guess is that Levi is alive, but he might not last much longer. Maybe Levi was the friends we made along with <laughs> uh, <laughs> But then we get um, Zeke, like... He shows it all. Like, he was just ruminating. Reborn. Yeah. He, like, pops out of the stomach of this titan, and he was being built like a sandcastle by a young blonde girl. I really like the sound design as he slid out all fucking wet and sloppy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, I think it might have been... It's been way too long away from this show, because I, I was very confused by sandcastle girl. I remember that all Eldians are connected, so I imagine this is someone important in Eldian history. Should I know who this is right now is what I'm trying to get at. Um, Okay, tight. <laughs> Do you remember why Zeke was in the Titan? Zeke was in the Titan because he was dying. Do you remember what Zeke called it, where he was? Shit. Uh, the path? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the path is like all paths, like the paths that connect all paths, the... Fuck, I haven't seen this show in so the past long. All the Eldians. the Eldians, that's what you were yes. talking about. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that's what, Aaron, we heard that for the first time when Aaron was having his flashback at the end of season three. Okay. Uh, we can do yes. what we do with Brian and have Sullivan name the girl before we actually know her name. <laughs> yeah, you give this person a name. Okay. She looks, so she looks like an Olivia to me. However, I know this show doesn't do standard names, so I'm going to give it a little twist. Uh, and call her Olivia, Olivia Kanpon. Yeah, that's, that's, you nailed it. <laughs> like, a, a week ago, I was on my friend Noah Holloway's YouTube channel, um, Drawing Titans from Memories, uh, and it was a great time, and you can find it if you search Paragoya Illusions on YouTube. Good luck with the spelling. Uh, Chris, can you drop a voice to text? reading of the spelling of Paragoya Illusions P here. A Aragoya. P-A-Aragoya Illusions. 
Um, so what else happens in this episode? Action? General action? Hold on, don't forget Zeke's ass. Zeke's ass, right, okay. We get a lot of shots. And Flock is in awe. I give Zeke's ass a wall, Sheena. (laughs) It was good. I sent you both, um, I was like, spoilers out of context, and I sent you this screen cap from a movie, this movie, A Knight's Tale, because it looks exactly like this scene where fucking Paul Bettany, Vision himself, just like walks into the movie butt ass naked. <laughs> what do you think Flock is thinking? Nice, nice cock. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Because that can't be what he was expecting. No, but he seems to accept it pretty quickly. He's like, "All right, Zeke's here. Let's go." Yeah, I was trying to read their faces, but they were all just kind of blank. <laughs> It's just like another day for the Jaegerists. And then the last part of that scene is Hanji getting away. Oh, of course, yeah. She does a little splish splash into the roaring rapids. Gotta mm. keep moving forward, huh, Aaron? As you do. God, I don't fucking remember this episode <laughs> at all. It was a week ago. Here's what I remember, okay? Here's what I remember. I remember Piek getting a new gun, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah, she's got a fucking anti-Titan cannon on her back now. Because you see them, like, drop it out of the airship, and I was like, oh, they're just dropping cannons into here? But no, it's like a giant sniper rifle with a bullet made to pierce Titans. Yep. And uh, Magoth has kind of lost his mind and is strapping himself into this thing. Hey, he's a general To get his now. revenge. <laughs> general Magoth. Yeah, he keeps, he keeps telling people, hey, it's general now. Uh, but that's his whole thing. He's like, how low has the Marleyan army stooped that the top general is now the sniper? <laughs> Pretty good sniper, though, as we find out. Oh, and I just realized we never talked about the new intro. Oh, fuck. I think this intro absolutely rules. It's awesome, Screamo. Definitely wasn't expecting it, but I think it fits like the ramping up of the action super well. I was surprised. Um, just because I was, co- I was actually thinking they'd go with more of a like melancholy, bittersweet tone, something like Red Swan, but like darker. But yeah. this this fits well too. And this is this isn't any of the previous musicians who have done uh, opening music, right? Yeah. I haven't not, checked that. No, know. it's a band called S I M or Sim. Sim. Simp. Oh, okay, they got the Sims. <laughs> the Sims. The intro, Famed. but in Simish, so it's all gobbledygooblega. <laughs> yeah, it's a fully English intro too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I cannot understand what's being said. But I know it's English. <laughs> I have to look more into that. I do like the visuals going on. It's not like the artsiest intro we've ever gotten, um, but there's some interesting stuff in there. Like it's very Aaron heavy. Very Aaron heavy. Like very Aaron growing up heavy and i saw like shots of annie and barrett hole in there um yeah i think it's like a sequence of like annie to barrett holt to armin or something like that yeah and so that makes me excited and hopeful that soon we will get annie back in the show not just chilling in her little crystal thing because there is a shot in the intro of her like melting out of her crystal cocoon thing it's very brief but i did see it are you sure you saw it <laughs> i'm pretty sure i saw it yeah there I, there was also just um a lot of rumbling in this intro and like the the intro song's called the rumbling right yeah, and they say rumbling a lot in the thing yeah so do with that what you will <laughs> so marley shows up to attack shiganshina mm-hmm. hell yeah they do and uh porco and piak and Gabby get away pretty easily. I gotta say, they just kind of slip out of there. Oh, and the Piet getting her hand cut off scene. I thought that was so funny and well paced. <laughs> yeah, 
but like I'm trying to remember the ex- like exactly what happens here, but they basically just slip out, right? Yeah, I mean they tried to kill Aaron in one go, um, but they only got his little leggies off. Um, so he transforms. They kind of retreat a bit, and then Yelena is like. Aaron, use the power of the Warhammer Titan to get away. And he looks at her and then yeah. just starts fighting. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that, that a good cut bit. back and forth of just them looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just strolls a- away. Aaron hates women. Oh, and the shot of Aaron's Titan feet looked real nasty this episode. I don't know why. Uh, all right. Time for the foot segment. What are the best feet? What Titan has the best feet, Chris? Uh, Bertolt had pretty decent feet. <laughs> I was about to say, you're, I knew you were going to say he's got those stubby little foot that like <laughs> yeah. is like half the length yeah. it should be. It's like his leg's a tree trunk I and like... just comes to a stop with toes. I don't think I like the Colossal Titan's feet, I'm going to be honest. Armor Titan, pretty good feet. I was about to say, Armor Titan kind of has like a little like sandal thing going on, doesn't he? Yeah, and I mean, you can't, you can't deny the OG the the female titan i kind of wish the armor titan had like little ninja tabbies <laughs> what uh all right fan artists get on it draw the armor titan with ninja shoes and a straw hat attack on titan but make it southern <laughs> they have fucking confederate <laughs> flags <laughs> all right who is the north and who is the south in this situation I feel like Jaegerists are kind of the kind of the South, right? <laughs> yeah, they're seceding. Marley, Marley's just trying to get free of the perceived oppression. <laughs> oh God! Okay, let's move on. Oh, Cart Titan, we got to shout out the Cart Titan's feet. I think they all have pretty good feet. Cart Titan has a lot for... of dumb shots of its face. This or these episodes. <laughs> I forgot how stupid the cart then looks. Hey, but it looks better, honestly. No, I mean, like, I'm not saying it looks bad in design. I say it just looks stupid in that it looks stupid. Yeah, intentionally supposed to look stupid. <laughs> it look, yeah, intentionally. That, I guess, that, while we're on the topic, we might say that the um they put a lot more effort into the CGI Titan designs this um part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it blends better into the manga environment or drawn environment. Absolutely. Yeah, I was noticing that they definitely leaned a bit harder into like the cell shaded look Mm -hmm. um really there are a lot of times where i could not tell if it was hand drawn or cg which made me happy um i was i noticed it a lot more in the second episode when aaron and uh reiner were were duking it out but yeah they did a really good oh and the beast titan because we were like talking about how weird the beast titans fur looked last season but i thought it looked a lot better oh yeah it was probably the worst titan of part one yeah it seems like they fixed it though because every time you see the beast titan he's pretty much he looks hand drawn Mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious if that's like a sense of where they realized that people were complaining about how he looked and then they took extra care to make sure he looked good in this part. Season four, part one was a bit more rushed in development than part two. And I, w- I was also wondering while watching this as well, like how much they were taking feedback from the fans and then adjusting based on it. Because I, I kind of thought the animation in general just also was starting to look a bit more like the first couple seasons, like a lot a lot cleaner, a lot brighter. Characters that designs are a lot more consistent with the previous seasons. Cool. Cart Titan hides Gabby in his mouth. (laughs) Its mouth, her mouth. I like when it does that. Munch. I think that's a good bit. That like the Cart Titan's powers are it has a gun on its back. Um, it can move kind of quickly and it can hold people in its mouth. It's also got incredible endurance. Remember, she can stay in that form for months at a time. Yeah, I always forget about that. Maybe it's because the show takes place in such short bursts of time. Like that 
that concept hasn't really stuck with me. Um, what the heck else happens? Oh, Aaron busts out some pretty awesome Warhammer moves, and by pretty awesome Warhammer moves, I mean he just keeps exploding spikes out of the ground. Yeah. It has the energy of, like, someone that's never played a fighting video game, and they just keep, like, spamming, spamming their special. I just <laughs> yeah. love, I love how there's Reiner who keeps going, you can't win this, Aaron, and then Reiner keeps getting his ass kicked. There's also a shot in this yeah. episode of Reiner just punch, 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 and he doesn't change it up at all. I know, like, we've est- we, we, we've established years ago that Aaron's a better fighter than Reiner in Titan form, <laughs> and Reiner clearly hasn't improved. Um, after, like, they fight for a while, right, and then it's revealed that the they've got this insane cannon strapped to Piek now that Mogoth is firing. Um they get Aaron a couple times. Blowing his brains out. Pretty impressive. Um I love that they're leaning more into that that concept that technology is starting to make the Titans kind of antiquated. It's like if they just have a gun that can kill a Titan. It's kind of like it reminds me of um the whole like when a tsunami was going to hit Florida a couple years back and people were like Let's all go out with our guns and show that tsunami who's boss. <laughs> Except this time it worked. Do they also mention the anti-Titan rifles? I think it's the next episode. It's the set 77, yeah. Colt like points it out and says, if you shoot him in the nape, it's a clean kill, but otherwise it's really hard to kill him with one. Yeah, that confused me because it was just like leaning against a wall. He was, that just for like... He was carrying it when he was like running with Gabby. Okay, I'll need to rewatch that because I thought I saw like another one of the cannons leaning up against the wall and that's what they were talking about, but it's just like a gun he had in his hand. It's a really long rifle. It's basically like a high-powered sniper rifle for killing titans. Damn. Okay. Technology. <laughs> Can't stop it. Uh, that's basically the action that happens, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of stuff where, like, the Marlins were, like, on the roofs with guns and, like, taking down the Jaegerists, right? Like, yeah. So the Jaegerists... um kind of suck. The Marlins have much... much much more experience in this like normal mode of combat whereas uh you know the jaegerists are trained for titan combat and only have recently started to think about fighting other people yeah and they get they pretty much get destroyed <laughs> what, I, what i'm finding very interesting about this second part of this season is that for the first time there are like a lot of different sides at play like this show is usually been relatively binary where there's like a bad guy and then the heroes and then the heroes have to fight the bad guy or at least like there are people with these thoughts and then people with these thoughts and there's just two thoughts but now there are pretty much three major ideals at play on the battlefield here which i think is fun when they're all down in the prison they're trying to figure out do we protect aaron do we just fight marley yes okay so the end of the episode um, where they're all chilling and talking, and Onion Capone <laughs> comes down. Um, this is cool. I like that Onion Capone like kind of breaks from Yelena because there were were like little hints of that throughout the previous seasons that like Armin brings up as like, yeah, I trust you because like you've said these things to us. But yeah, he lets them out, Onion Capone, and he's like, yo, we gotta do something, right? He wants to help Aaron correct he wants to help paradise overall actually so this is really is like we came here to help you guys and i'm Mm -hmm. don't i didn't know what yelena was doing and i want you guys to help because we're gonna lose everything if aaron loses here right and 
Mikasa's all like, I want to help Aaron, but what if he was right, saying that it's just because I'm an Ackerman? And surprisingly, or at least I thought surprisingly, like Armin steps up and is like, no, like we know Aaron, there has to be some bigger reason behind this. And I'm surprised that he did that, considering Aaron just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah Armin's always kind of been the bigger person in this whole series. <laughs> Connie had a pretty big moment, too. Um, of oh. him being all heated and saying, I've been betrayed left and right by everyone. I'm sick of this. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of helping anyone, fighting for anyone. Like, why should we help you? I love Connie. But, ah, fuck. So the next episode basically just starts with this scene as well. <laughs> like, the full four minutes of this scene. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. That was a little little too much for me, just seeing it again. A little long. Yeah, seven. so episode 77, which was called Sneak Attack. Um, exact same thing, full four minutes of this conversation. I like Sasha's dad being like, can we go now? Yeah, and then uh, Nicola being like, oh shit, yeah, okay. Just wait one second. Yeah, Armin hasn't had his brain blast yet, you gotta wait. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this episode that I really enjoyed. For example, the Mikasa stuff, like where she leaves her scarf behind when they go into battle later on. Mm-hmm. Is she just, so is she, oh, okay, help me out here. Is she just like helping Aaron out of strategy right now, pretty much? Like, I can't even imagine what would be going through Mikasa's head at this well, point. Because she said she wants to help Aaron, but she doesn't know if that's her own will. Right, she's basically being gaslighted. <laughs> Like, no matter what way you look at it? Yeah, so they're kind of in this difficult situation where they don't know who to trust, but Yelena says Zeke's plan is to euthanize the Eldians. If they can't have children, they'll just die out and Titans will no longer exist. But Armin points out, Aaron's in possession of the founding Titan. So, in theory, it's Aaron's will that controls what actually ends up happening. Right, and he's also, like, in that same line of thinking as saying, like, he had to go along with like Yelena to basically keep all of his cards on the table, like to keep all of his options open. Yeah. And that was Armin's rationalization for what? And so they, they want to believe that Aaron has something else in mind, that Aaron will do something else that, you know, isn't the euthani- euthanization plan. But does he? I'm so sick of this dude. <laughs> he just kind of like walks around and doesn't say anything. He's making me so mad. Yeah, this is a very different Aaron than what we're used to. Yeah, I'm used to him sprinting around and screaming exactly what his intentions are (laughs) at all times. As they're both leaving, like, the underground area, Mikasa's like, why is Aaron hiding his intentions from us? And Armin sits there and thinks to himself, like, do you remember that iconic scene at the end of season three where Aaron points at the ocean and says, what if we killed everyone? I like that when, like, Ar- Armin thinks of that moment, it wasn't, like, reanimated or anything like it was the original animation, which kind of, in retrospect, gives the first couple seasons, like, the different animation style kind of like, oh, it's their memory of things, you know, which is just a fun way of looking at it. I thought, Jesus Christ, <laughs> we haven't done this in a while, have no, we? I'm bad at this. No, we're pretty good. No, it's fine. I'll just edit Parodies. out all the bad stuff. Yeah, cut or <laughs> keep this part in and triple it. <laughs> Make a dubstep beat out of me saying triple oh, it. Fuck, I'm not doing that. Dubstep time. Wow, wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Beep. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I like that Nicolo just kind of like grabs Sasha's family and is like, I'm getting you out of here. I'm your new dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am daddy now. Daddy Nicolo. And he just like starts guiding them through the city. There's just more general fighting between Aaron and Reiner. 
it's not even like I don't know, like I don't want to say animated, but it's kind of just they're chilling in the same place and Reiner's like destroying him. And this cut to the opening was fabulous where it just like does like Zeke shows up on the wall starts blasting people with rocks yeah. as he does uh, and then he's just like hold on brother I've got it from here <laughs> Zeke said Oni-chan no, I put that in my notes he said Oni-chan what does that mean big brother hell yeah in that context like that was sick I like catchphrases it's funny to me how i don't know good of a weapon the beast titan is just by crushing up rocks and hurling them he's artillery yeah like basically what happens here is the injured aaron just starts slowly sauntering towards (laughs) zeke on the wall yeah he's pretty down bad right now and zeke is just covering him by doing his rock hurling thing and it's very effective like he is blasting porco out of the sky and he's blasting reiner whenever reiner gets close not just the titans he takes out the entire marlian air fleet Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that. He shows up and then just blows up all of their Zeppelins. Speaking of Zeppelins, am I crazy or was there a scene in the previous season where they, like, built airplanes? Like, in season four, part one, they're like, and we built an airplane. Yeah. I think it was, like, for the Aramizus or whatever their Yeah, so the Azumbitos brought over a plane. Azumbitos. They were going to use it to get a good scope of the rumbling. Right, okay. I'm just hoping we get air battles. <laughs> I hope that's coming up. I think it would be fun to see like people with the ODM gear like latching onto planes as they fly around. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, th- wh- what do you want me to say? Nothing much happens in this episode. Uh, we have like the part where, so like, um, oh, Niall. Okay, Niall has a great moment. So he's like chilling with Falco, right? And Falco and Niall see like Gabby and Colt trying to get out of the city or i guess they're trying to find this is a series of very uh fortunate events for colt and gabby (laughs) like they just happen to run to the exact street where falco is being like paraded around the city they falco and niall just happen to see them niall has this great moment um with falco where he's like i just want to see my family again you should go see your family again too right and so niall basically just gives falco back to gabby and colt um they hide out in this building where the braun family just happens to walk by this exact building talking about gabby at that moment um and i love this part where sasha's family is like man you know really hope gabby and falco get home okay and then the the little girl comes over and she's like yo fuck gabby i'm so sick of gabby she's the worst (laughs) yeah this scene was probably probably my favorite uh, in this season so Gabby's far. Gabby's racism is cured. Gabby's racism is cured. She's also like losing her mind because that happens. And then immediately Falco admits that he only joined the warrior program to like save her life and that he's madly in love with her. Gabby's going through it right now too. Gabby and Mikasa are both being like attacked with information in this 24 hour period. We're so good at this. <laughs> Tea time with Titans. Uh, Shoddy's Brawl the Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what he tells Connie when Connie comes to rescue him from his jail cell. Uh, Pixis is alive and well, but he's like, I'm an alcoholic. What can I say? (laughs) I I drank the goo. Yeah, so that's what they're kind of reforming um, the military to be like, all right, objective, uh, kill all the Marleans, I guess. That's our only option. So it's like, 
the Agorist and the Paradise Army were originally at heads, and now they're kind of, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend. I guess we'll team up for right. now. This Zeke Goo subplot is so wild cardy, it's ridiculous. Because it's just like literally at any point, Zeke could just scream, and all of these people could turn into Titans. Yeah, because Zeke, Zeke is here now. Yeah. And I love that Pixis is just like, all right, so if you dry, if you drank the goo, um, I guess just like try to, I don't know, be away from everyone else. Yeah. So ODM gear is given to the people who didn't drink uh, the spinal fluid, and everyone else, it's just kind of like they're giving guns. They're just going out for patrol now, going to war. That must suck. Imagine having goo inside of you, especially Zeke's goo. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Um, question: Who the hell was the girl when Mikasa like left her scarf behind? That was like. I'm so excited to be fighting with you again. Right. So remember in the Battle of Trust, when Mikasa kills that Titan, there's the little girl that's in awe. She then grows up, joins the Survey Corps, oh. and becomes Mikasa's like her idol. Right. Okay. And she came down and visited Mikasa in the cells last season. Yes. Last she was. She's season, an. Right? She's a Jaegerist. And okay. she um, came to see Mikasa in the prison. She also got in trouble for leaking okay. information about Aaron that one time. Right. She was in that group, too. Okay. Uh, we have the great scene with Yelena where... Oh, God, I love <laughs> She this. makes that face where Connie's just like, we're going to help Aaron. And then she gets this look on her face like Armin just let out the stinkiest fart. <laughs> that's a good way to describe it and then it just like melts into happiness and then she's like great i'm sure y'all will do fantastic yeah also that's like verbatim what she says which i think is weird it feels like uh an intimidation tactic slash trying to say like i don't quite trust you but go fucking save Aaron or something i don't know yeah She's also just big. Yeah. She is very She's big. She's a tall lady. That was fun. I like her little... I guess I shouldn't say little. I like her big suit. <laughs> I like that she just wears a suit. And then there's a really beautiful shot of they're just like talking and then all the blimps are like landing and there's this massive fire explosion in the background. Oh my god, yeah. There's like a... 10 minutes stretch of this episode that's just like chaos with hellfire falling down on everyone and then this this is like i guess the part where now aaron's just kind of limping along throughout the middle of shingan shino which he's just been doing porco and reiner are trying to get him and zeke's just blasting them with rocks and aaron's slowly inching his way closer to zeke oh right and like beforehand we had that shot where the jaegerists like fly in to attack piek right yeah so Piek is the under attack by the Jaegerist. And then this scene is just stunning where the Jaegerist like land next to Piek's body because like Zeke looks over and sees Piek's bones and he's like, damn, Piek, you dead girl? <laughs> Sucks, I guess. And the Jaegerists all land and they're like, that was awesome. Who got the killing blow? Did you? No. Did you? No. Did you? No. And then Piek's like, take the shot. <laughs> fucking what's his pants is just. Magath is just ready to take the shot on Zeke, which I don't necessarily understand how that got them a better shot on Zeke's nape. Cause that, cause but I guess the it did. episode's called Sneak Attack, and you think the sneak attack is going to be Zeke throwing his rocks, but it's actually Peek throwing her ass. Well, remember, when they first tried to shoot Zeke, Zeke f threw rocks at them. 
And so then mm. Piek was hanging off the edge saying, like, we can't go head to head with Zeke. Like, we're not going to win in that fight. Right. Yeah. This. So the entire ending of this episode, I love how it's edited together. I like that they bring back Ashes on the Flame. Always gets me hype. And the episode just basically ends with everyone screaming that they have to win. I mean, that does yeah. sum up the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, like, the ending ending is... Um, Oh, I guess we forgot to mention that, like, the Colt Gabby Falco storyline kind of ends with Colt being like, let's get to Zeke, explain to him that Falco ate some goo, and maybe that'll stop him from, like, ever screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't know about you guys, but I don't think that would stop Zeke from screaming. Doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Yeah, we'll have to see what Zeke does, right? Because he just lost his a good chunk of his body in that shot not a fatal shot that's clearly but he's he's kind of looking after or like what he was after the levi fight right yeah he's uh he's getting hurt lately he does i i like the bit where they shoot him but they don't kill him so he just like falls straight down closer to aaron than he previously was so they kind of just made their situation worse right because now Aaron can get to him quicker. He doesn't have to go up the wall. That's true. But I guess you could argue that Monkey Boy can't fight back right now. Which that's is true. What they Monkey want. Boy can't fight back. And that's kind of it, right? The big cliffhanger on the end is just them being like, if we don't get to Zeke soon, uh, Falco, you're going to turn into a Titan. Ah, and then it like does a hard zoom in on Falco's face. <laughs> yep. And then the credits roll. And we get the new outro song. It's pretty good. It's an outro song. I feel like it's not really breaking any new ground. No, it's a lot like the very first one with uh, Mikasa. Um, yes. And those little shots of her. Um, and now it's more Aaron with mixed in. It's also got like a, a little crayon vibes going on. Yeah. And, like the backgrounds kind of look like they were drawn in crayon. There's the weird shots of the wall towns and shit being all grown over and falling apart. Yeah. It's like kind of post-apocalyptic shots of everything. I don't know. How are you guys feeling about this season overall? It's zooming along faster than I'd expect. Actually, no. This is this is kind of the pace I expected for this. Well, I didn't um, expect it because I'm dull. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we're zooming along. Um, the visuals are very impressive. Um, everything else is impressive as always. And we're kind of approaching probably some of my favorite parts of the story. Whew. You see, because I've been feeling... Let down is probably a little bit too harsh, but it is going kind of slowly. And I think a lot of that is probably just because of like the touch and go nature of the of the action that we've seen so far. Um, But I'm curious to see like how this is going to butterfly out, Um, because I can't imagine that this like brawl in Shiganshina can last the whole rest of the season. My, My big prediction right now is that. Like, this fighting is going to last another couple episodes, and then, like, the second half of this half season, so I guess the the, the fourth quarter of this final season um, is going to be a lot more, like, uh, thinky, talky, and, like, lore-based instead of plot-based. Um, like imagine I imagine it's gonna go more towards like the the last couple episodes of season three where it slows down and we get a lot of like expository stuff with Aaron's dad. I imagine it's gonna go into that kind of territory pretty soon. Yeah, I would say the other thing um why it feels so slow is we have to cover so many perspectives and so many threads of this storyline 
that are all right. happening simultaneously. Um, and that's pro- that's kind of contributing to like why things don't seem to be moving along that quickly. Right, because we're used to just following one group pretty much. Mm-hmm. Maybe two at most. Yeah, I'm curious to see where this goes. Um, I, I, I feel like I haven't seen anything so far that has excited me as much as anything from the first half of the season, if that makes sense. I don't know. Am I just getting Attack on Titan jaded? <laughs> Could be. I mean, I still fucking love this show. Like you said, like the animation is still top-notch. The music, once again, in this half season is just, like, blowing my mind. Yeah, I just, there's so many questions I still have, um, mostly pertaining to, like, the fucking intro with the animal hearts and shit. Like, and also, there's a lot of footage from the season four part one trailer that we haven't seen yet. And a lot of that looked like it was, like, flashback stuff to, like, medieval times, so... I'm just wondering when the heck any of that stuff is going to show its little dirty head because it hasn't popped up at all yet and we're allegedly coming up on the end. I'm sure it'll happen all in the next episode and we'll be very satisfied next week. And then the series ends. It's a three episode (laughs) part. The series ends early. Attack on Titan, the movie, when? (laughs) Is that still in the cards? Um, I actually don't know if they've announced how many episodes are in this part. So I thought they said 12. I don't think they have either. Did they? I haven't looked Twelve. it up. I hope the Attack on Titan movie is just a two-part, six-hour thing of Connie just fucking banging his wife. <laughs> so, yeah, according to Moppet, it'll have 12 episodes. They stop Aaron, they're able to have kids, and Connie just bangs his wife. <laughs> Who does Connie get married to? Uh, um, fuck, I don't know. Uh, Yelena? <laughs> it's like a dominatrix situation. She likes to lick his bald head. <laughs> what the fuck? No, she likes Harry. She likes Zeke. I don't know. Oh, I forgot to mention. Let's say she likes Zeke. Uh, the first shot of Zeke we see, like him in his monkey form, his titan has plaque on his teeth. It does it? How does it form plaque on his teeth? It's it's part of the design. It's important to the monkey integrity. <laughs> Zeke needs ultra bright. <laughs> Question. Um. So now that we're like in the end game now obviously if we get brian caught up we can't really do a spoiler zone anymore so should we start doing a spoiler zone with just you two for the manga i feel like that's dangerous territory because we have listeners like casey who just like oh i'm just gonna stick around for the spoiler section (laughs) that's true past and future guest casey clark likes to stick around for the spoiler section but he's probably already read the wikipedia by now so yeah i i mean casey's already read the wiki so I'm sure he already knows what happens. That's true. I think it might be fun just for um, people who have read the manga, just to give them a little something extra. But do you two think there's enough content there? I mean, we're going to really be weaning down to the end, right? Or Chris and I would only have so much to discuss. <laughs> the second to last episode, <laughs> you two just explain the plot of the next episode. <laughs> yep. Beat for beat. <laughs> That'd be a good bit. Right? Tell me it would be a good bit. Is that the end of the episode? Wait, wait, wait. wait uh, do we want to do what the hell does Sullivan think's going to happen? I guess we already did that. I thought you already did yeah. that. Yeah, I already did it without prompting. Um, let's see. Some other theories I have. I keep thinking that Jean is just going to die. Like, I think Jean is going to die, and it's just going to be this unceremonious bullet to the head moment. I don't know why. I'm thinking this is going to be more like... Uh, What's a oh, character Marco? from like season Marco? one? Yeah, like a Marco style thing. Like either 
off screen or I guess I guess with so many factions at play and so much uncertainty it I would be curious as we go along with who you're who you think's coming out on top of God. this uh I I feel like it's gonna be Aaron and it's gonna be Aaron not necessarily siding with any of the ideals we've seen so far like i i i feel pretty confident that the rumbling is happening but i'm thinking maybe it'll just be like a rumbling stay the fuck away from my family and my island for the next couple years like that sort of thing you know but it'll be aimed at everyone in the world you know like isolationist shit is that making any sense or am i just rambling no i think you um this is this is a I mean, this is a plan they've talked about in the past, right? This is what they've been scheming with the, yeah. the Hizuru, or, yeah, people from the Azambitos, right, in Hizuru. Yeah. And that's what Armin realizes before he goes out of the cave. I mean, not cave, but whatever. Right. Whatever. Right. Sex dungeon. It's just, like, with all of these anti-Titan weapons appearing, like, the, the rumbling is really the only thing they can do, right? So I think it's going to happen one way or another. Thank you for checking out Tea Time with Titans Extras, an after-show podcast. Be sure also to check out our main feed, where we discuss the Attack on Titan show as a whole. We've been out of it for a while, and it feels good to be back. Also, be sure to look at our social medias. We're at Tea Time Titans on Twitter, and at Tea Time with Titans on Instagram. If you like the podcast, consider leaving a review. Check you on the flip side.